Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Seth and I are laughing because I had literally had a mouthful of water. I, I surprised her this time. I was not paying attention. My turn. Guess who's back in the house? <laughs> have you guys, have you been watching Drag Race UK versus the world? No. I refuse to watch it because I found out who goes home first and I'm not, a, I'm just not okay with it. It's Lemon, right? Spoilers. <laughs> Well, so, I think there's been a few eliminations yeah, by now. Yeah, yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I was too. Sorry, I, I refuse. I love lemon, so I was like, "Wow, I guess they're not watching it." <laughs> Fine. Um, I've tried to watch it, but I can't find it, so I gave up. It's on Crave. I don't have Crave. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow presents plus. Um, well, that's too bad for you. Yeah, I have it. I'm not watching it, so we're in opposite issues. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Have you had a great week? It's been great here in Ottawa. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's still fun. It's so good. It's not stressful. Yeah. I don't know about you, Steph. I'm tired of living through history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really like, like <laughs> I would really like some of those precedented times. Uh, just like give us a few boring years. Yeah, That's well, all we need. Millennials? Just like just, give us 10. We've had enough trauma. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Anyways, um, I can't even think of anything like exciting or fun to tell you. Like nothing, everything is happening and nothing is happening yeah. very simultaneously. Yeah. Well, um, is there anything keeping you up at night? There are crazy, aside from the people downtown. <laughs> the really fun, non-terrifying people downtown. Mm-hmm. Um survivor i've been watching a ton of survivor yes we know because it makes me feel like a survivor <laughs> no matter how bad things get in ottawa uh at least i'm like wow I'm i was like watching that. tv there's an ad of survivor and i don't know if this season this girl was like walking around with hoop earrings i'm like yeah would so, you not have like left those at home so i noticed this too when I think <laughs> tribal council uh like there's people with like dangly earrings on and stuff or like nose rings and i'm like that's an infection yeah like, I guess you're gone for a month and you don't want your piercing to close, but why not just get, like, a little stud? Mm-hmm. And just... Mm-hmm. Stick it in. Like... So I feel like you're in the in the jungle, could get caught on well, something. And people do, like, get, like, cut from the competition because they get infections. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm not wearing that million dollars. Uh-huh. Plus you're doing, like, physical stuff where normally you would take it off. I don't know. I just found it was weird from the one commercial I saw. Yeah. But, like, five seconds. That's my judgment. Yeah, I passed on. <laughs> I would get you know like little gold balls. Yeah. I or like I would just do that or stainless steel because like stainless steel is not gonna get infected. I don't Mm-mm. think I'm not a scientist. Don't quote me. Matter. Yeah. We we both know I'm not. Yeah. Anyways, I would get something that's not likely to hold bacteria, and I would get like a round surface because that's less likely to catch something. I think or a flat one. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not. Again, not, sure. not a scientist. Yeah. Um. Or I would just get it repierced if it's my ears because like who cares? It's not. It's not yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't know. No, I think what's throwing us off right now what? is that we're recording in the same room. Yeah. Uh, I hate having <laughs> to look at stuff and not my phone when I talk to her. It's really unsettling. So you've finally been able to cross 
borders. Yeah. We're together again. Somehow. So I think that's what's throwing us off. And we're like, oh God, you. <laughs> You're here? Gross. In this house? <laughs> In this economy? Jesus. Um, so I think that's what's, uh, that's what's happening. That's why we're weird. Apart from being in your home, what's keeping you up at night? Uh, so I started watching, uh, by start, I mean like yesterday, and it's kept me up like last night. Right. <laughs> started watching that show I was telling you about, The Bonfire of Destiny. Yeah. It is so fucking good. Is it, and you said it was scary? It's not scary. Like it's, so it's based on, so the French name of it is Le Bazaar de la Chacté, and it's a French series, okay. but it, on, like, on Netflix, you can watch it in English. Um, and it's based on this true event where there's like this um, a bazaar. Like, remember the time we went to this, like... The bazaar? Yeah, that's what's called in English? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a, like, people in France went there, and then there's something that happened, and the building burnt down okay. and there's 120 women who died and a hundred yeah, yeah real yeah, life yeah, yeah. so it's based off of that um and then they're kind of investigating for like why was it only women even if men were present um Ooh. but the first episode is like them in the bazaar with everything catching on fire that's stressful and like you can see like from the point of view of like the fire on the ceiling and like people Wasn't catching the 1800s no uh, yeah a bit more i feel like 19 no where's my phone i'll google it this is the kind of research you got with this show real time <laughs> answers because stuff and i need to know uh my other non-sleeping thing i have been playing pokemon arceus and i really like it pokemon what the new pokemon game it's like pokemon oh. breath of the wild I just sneak around in bushes and throw balls of Pokemon, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> um, so it started in 1885. Mm -hmm. uh, when, oh, 1897 was the fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he claimed 126 lines, many of which were noble arist aristocratic women, uh, children. I think there's a movie about this, too. Oh, for sure. So I feel like I've watched some sort of media about it. This. So this is like a mini series mm -hmm. about like three women in particular, how like the fire affects them in a way. Um, but just like seeing that first scene, like I got goosies just watching like the how they've done it. And then when I was like, oh, of course, I never like I dreamt that I was in the fire, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so that's what's keeping me up at night. Jesus, that's haunting. But it was uh, very good. I highly recommend it to people. It's on Netflix. On Netflix, not a yeah. sponsor. Netflix, why aren't you sponsoring us? <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on. Hello. We're so famous. Super famous. Yeah. We've got 38 followers on Twitter. <gasps> Hello. <Wow. laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> so famous. <laughs> We're very close to that get that blue check mark. That's right. Verify. Yeah. Seconds away. <laughs> Hashtag public figures. <laughs> Grief. All right, who starts this time? Uh, it's my turn. Excellent. So, you ready for round three of choose your own adventure? I choose number five. No. So you have options two to four. One. <laughs> You're such a shit. Okay. okay speaking four. of her being a shit. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Whoever listens on Spotify, 
there is a question for like for certain episodes we like put in a little poll can someone please go and answer the last poll because someone decided to so i did the editing of the last one and usually emma does it and i was like let me try it's like one contribution and it you do a great job Thank you. um i don't know if that's true yes so i decided to do the last two just to like give it a good try um and i put in a, a poll and didn't tell her on purpose <laughs> and i didn't think that she would go and check but she went <laughs> and i got an email from um on gmail saying like oh you have an answer you have answers to your poll whatever and i got really excited and it was fucking emma and the question was like which cult do you want us to deep dive on and she answered geese geese miles here we need answers (laughs) geese have gone too far hey milo what's up buddy uh they're as one noble man described them cobra chickens (laughs) and we need to get to the bottom of this nancy grace style (laughs) so if someone Ah. can go and just at least like give me one answer. It could be a dumb answer. I don't just give me if something. Everyone can go and write the answer geese. <laughs> that would be great. Cause she keeps trolling me, so I need assistance. My life's purpose is to terrorize stuff. Okay, <laughs> Steve. Let me just help Milo get on the bed. Hey Milo, here. what's up, buddy? Hey. The water bottle is not for you. He's gotta try to eat it. Yeah. Milo, you are the cobra chicken. Mm-hmm. Hey buddy. He's also really gassy today. He is. Stinky boy. A stinky Milo. A stinky minky. Wow. Lewis is not here. Sorry, Lewis. <laughs> Sorry. So, story four. So, we'll give you your uh, creepy fact. Okay. Oh, it's about the French Revolution. <laughs> We're on theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, during the French Revolution, where the guillotine. Guillotine? My name is Robespierre, by the way, for those of you who don't know. What? Robespierre? He was a key member in the revolution. Oh, okay. I think. He was involved somehow. Clearly, I paid attention. (laughs) Start again. During the French Revolution, where the guillotine was introduced, the people to be executed fought to be first, as the blade would dull after multiple Mm -hmm. uses and wouldn't cut a head clean off at the first attempt. Yeah, no, that's fucking horrible. Disgusting. I didn't know that. Um, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it it a lot. Okay, I remember the story. This is a fun one. All right. All right. So, I have a restaurant suggestion for you for your next uh, trip down east. East where? Nova Scotia. Halifax, Nova Scotia. So, we had... seafood for dinner last night and we were talking about eating on the east coast so this is i have the spot for you perfect so it is called the five fishermen restaurant so it is in halifax nova scotia near the halifax harbor um so the building itself is a four-story brick and wood building that was built in the 1818 nice is he he's annoying you okay he's just licking the air um might have stopped leaking. Uh, it's located in front of the St. Paul's Ag- Anglican, Anglican Church, mm-hmm. um, which is actually the oldest building in Halifax. It was built in 1750 uh, and is also the oldest existing Anglican place of worship in Canada. Oh, well, Halifax was a pretty early place. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go through kind of like the history of the building and then some noteworthy events. And then the reason why we're talking about the restaurant. Okay. 
curious. Here we go. Uh, so when, when the building was first built, it was built as a schoolhouse. Okay. Uh, and it was a school focused on giving education to the poor. Uh, and also focused, obviously, religious obligation being, you know, Love Jesus, right there. Also math. Um, and it was the first school in Canada to offer free education. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, the school received the distinction of being the first national school. Uh, and then the building itself became a heritage site because of that. Yeah, it makes sense. About 30 years. So it was a school for 30 years, but then a point where it couldn't accommodate that many people anymore. Um, so the school moved to uh, Housey College, and then for that for a certain time period, the the building itself became the Halifax Victorian School of Art, uh, and it was founded by Anna Leon Owens. So she, I tried to do deep dive into her. One day we may, because she. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, it's a complicated lady. Uh, so like she she claims to have been some type of royalty. And she was like super famous and all of that. But then there's other articles who said that she lied. So, okay. Awesome girl. Love that. Uh, so I don't know if it's true or not, but she was like, when she founded the school, it was like, oh my God, it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we may talk about her another time. We'll, we'll talk see. about Anna. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so in 1883, the building was sold to Jon Snow, who is the owner of... <laughs> John Snow? No. Legend not Snow, but not that John Snow. <laughs> the King in the North. <laughs> so, uh, the King of uh, the North, he is the owner of Snow and Company Funeral Home. Oh, with the White Walkers. Sick. Yeah. Um, and the building was a mortuary for about 90 years. And then in 1973, it finally became the Five Fisherman Restaurant. Did you think that he was a serial killer because he was a mortician owner? Of I'm course. <laughs> cool. Not he didn't own morticians. He owned mortuary business. Yeah. Cool. So that's uh, so it was a school. It was a art thingy. Then it was a funeral home, and now a restaurant. Wow. It has truly gone through it. Yeah. So uh, while the building was a mortuary, it went through two very tragic events. Wow. First one on April fifth, nineteen twelve, in the morning hours, rescue operations were sent from Halifax Harbor to rescue the victims of the RMS Titanic that had hit an iceberg 350 miles off the coast of Newfoundland. Titanic sank? You didn't know? No. Oh, shit. Spoiler. Spoiler. (laughs) Where's the heart of the ocean? Um, So, firstly, most of the victims were brought to temporary mortuary, uh, either at the Mayflower Curling Rink, or to the Snow and Company Funeral Home. Um... Specifically, the wealthier victims were brought to that funeral home to be given the proper arrangements. Yes, because the rich do deserve it more. I don't know. That's how that works. They have such a hard life. <laughs> rich people. Uh, and specifically at the mortuary, Charles M. Hayes, which who was the president of the Grand Trunk Railway, and John Jacob Astor the Fourth was the wealthiest man on the ship. Specifically, they were there. What were you saying? I heard John Jacob. I think Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> So that's tragedy number one. Yeah, that's a humdinger. <laughs> okay. Titanic lit. Tragedy number two. Tragedy. 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 What's the Halifax explosion? What was that before? December 6, 1967. Oh. 
<laughs> known as one of the world's greatest catastrophe of the time, the Halifax explosion. Called it. Two Sorry. points for Emma. So she didn't cheer because that was fucking horrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the tragedy took 1,782 lives and injured <sighs> 9,000 people. But one guy saved a lot of people. Really? Yeah, he like stayed behind to send out the alarm or something. It's on the Canada Minutes, Heritage Minutes. It was really sad. In my research, I focus on what happened and not, like, you know. Anyways, I'm glad I derailed us. <laughs> no, at least we know someone did something someone good. Did something really good. I can't remember. I was like six when I was airing. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, what basically happened? So, the SS Montblanc, a French cargo ship, crashed into the Norwegian vessel SS Imo. Um, the Mobla was heavily loaded with high explosives. So once they crashed, a fire started on the Mobla, which led to a massive explosion, which obliter- obliterated the Richmond district in Halifax. So like full neighborhood, boom, gone. Yikes. Um, and rows and rows and rows and rows of coffins were lined against the exterior of the Snow and Company funeral home uh, since they were overwhelmed with bodies. And like from a picture, they're like, there's rows of like, like three rows, one on top of each other, of like caskets. Yeah, it's insane. Um, the funeral home held about two thousand services, which came to about thirty to forty funerals per day. Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, that was just like the John Snow funeral home. There's cool. all of the other ones. Cool, John. Yeah. So, why do you think we're here today and talking about it's haunted shit? It is. <laughs> Um, so given all the history, it's not surprising to find out that, uh, it's not just the living that really like this restaurant. Clearly, it's, uh, it's been through it. Um, people that have passed away love the food and ambiance of it. <laughs> so, like crab rolls. <laughs> uh, so guests and staff has seen glasses flying off of, like, the bar shelves. They've seen, um, cutlery rearranging itself. And, um... So they've seen some people claim that like they've seen it rearrange itself on the table and then being like shoved off on its own. It's like a cat just like yeah. fuck. Um, taps in the bathroom and the kitchen have the habit of turning it on on their own. Uh, what else have people seen? People have seen people dress in Victorian clothes, uh, come into the restaurant, then just boom, vanish. Not cosplayers or magicians. No. Ghosts. no. Yeah. Um. Uh, cold spots on warm days randomly appear, um, and then people Under often the air conditioning vent. <laughs> uh, and then people often report the feeling of like something passing through them, like like a fart. No, no, like oh. someone walking through <laughs> yeah, you. I'm being shitty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and disembodied voices are a common occurrence. Uh, waiters will hear someone scream out their names if there's no one around, or whispers are heard. Uh, and then specifically, I've um, so on the actual website of the the restaurant, they have a list of what like their servers have seen and like their stories. So we have a few. Ooh. So during a busy night, a waiter was trying to process a payment on a credit card machine, and as he was dealing with the alive client, uh, someone behind him tapped on his shoulder. So he didn't acknowledge the tap at first because he was processing. He's like, I'll deal with it after. Whoever was tapping taps again. He immediately turns around saying what? But no one was there. Story one. It would be Mm -hmm. spooky, Marmadookie. 
story two, another waiter was closing up the restaurant and he was the only one in the building. As he was shutting off the lights near the salad bar, he heard the swinging doors to the kitchen open. Uh, so he turned to see to see them um, and he just kind of saw them like flapping. So then he rushed into the kitchen because no one's supposed to be there. Uh, and there was no one in the kitchen. So he did a full sweep of the building. No one there. Ew. Yes. Gross. Another one even grosser. Grosser. A um, gray fog-like apparition has scared a few members of the uh, Five Fishermen staff. Okay. Uh, so one time, a waitress, she was closing up. She was cleaning the restaurant. Um, and then she could hear some, like, tapping from behind her. She turned around, kind of figure out where the tapping from. Uh, but she couldn't really, like, pinpoint it. It kept, like, switching yeah. different areas. Uh, and then at one point, she realized the, t- the tapping came from outside the window. Which is strange because the restaurant is on the second story yeah. of the building. You could throw rocks. <laughs> um, so since the tapping and going, she decided to go and look at it. And as she walked towards the window, this gray fog-like apparition kind of, like, showed up. And then as she was, like, looking at it, it vanished. Fucking ghosts. I know. So they're, like, just to confuse her even more. Uh, another time, a waitress, she was walking towards the Grand Circus and started going up them. But then when she looked up, she saw that gray fog coming down towards her. Uh, so she got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> um... Another story, the so the restaurant has a private room with only one entrance into it. Uh, very popular with the living, especially popular with the ghosts. Fun. They love it. Uh, so during closing, a waiter heard two people argue in the private room. Again, closing, shouldn't be anyone in there. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> so as he got closer to tell the people to leave, the voices stopped. And then when he got into the room, no one was in there. Ninjas. <laughs> Goddamn they're like in the ceiling <laughs> just <laughs> waiting Tom Cruise like <laughs> hanging um, not by his neck just like <laughs> the way he does Mission Impossible he's Spider-Man that's who it was another night a uh, waitress was closing the place and saw someone walk into the room uh, and she like was like oh good like I didn't lock up the last customer so yeah. she runs after him to be like hey gotta go but there was no one in there uh, and I have three more stories, three more accounts. So another one. Uh, this was during opening shift. Okay. Uh, waiter again was setting up the salad bar, but he like needed to make multiple t- trips between the kitchen and the salad bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while he dropped something off at the salad bar, went back into the kitchen, and then he heard this large crash. So he went to investigate and saw a large ashtray that was on the bar had fallen off. So he bends down and picks it up. And then when he looks up, there's obviously the bar. There's like the mirrors behind the shelves, right? Yeah. So he looks up to put the ashtray onto the bar, looks into the the mirror. And then in the reflection, he sees a tall, older gentleman walking away from him. Um, This shocked him because he was alone. Yeah. Uh, But he was able to see enough detail. So like he was, he had long gray hair, was wearing old period clothes. So he immediately turned around. Was it Santa? <laughs> Why are you here? Carrying <laughs> a well. Um, so he immediately turned around, tell the guy to like get out, uh, but there's no one there. So then he looked back again to the mirror, 
uh, to see if maybe like it was a fluke, but man had completely disappeared. Um, but that wasn't the only time that man was seen. Oh, Pernoel. His Pernoel loves you. the five fisher men. Yeah, he's <laughs> hell their brace. Like those fucking lobsters in the chowder are lit. Top notch. Uh, so the same man was spotted by a manager one afternoon before opening up. Uh, while he was on the phone, he saw the man standing at the landing of the stairs. Uh, he told the man, like, I'll be with you in a moment. When he was done, he went to the landing, but the guy had disappeared. So he, like, looked everywhere in the building and then even went to check downstairs because he thought he had left. But the doors are still locked. Oh. So. Hmm. Don't know. Uh, and then our last story. A uh, hotess was seating a couple and explained the salad bar offerings. As she was talking, she felt something brush up against her cheek. Um, and then I guess when she went, she explained, she felt that thing against yeah. her cheek, went to seat them, and then the guest was like, hey, what happened to your, your face? And she had this large red mark on her cheek as if she got slapped. Oh. Um, so that is uh, the story of the five fishermen. So it's a very active location, which is not surprising with yeah. its history. Um, the hauntings, they don't seem malicious. They're only mischievous, trying to get your attention. Yeah. Uh, and like one interesting thing is that most of the activity seems to be happening either on the like opening or closing shifts. Yeah, well, they don't like crowds. Yeah. But the greatest mystery of all staff. What? Who are the five fishermen? <laughs> That's going to be for part two. No. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. More to come. Psych. So, that's my spooky story. So, the East is really haunted. I love it. What we've seen so far. But, yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> the East Coast is the most with hey, ghosts. Hey, hey. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. No. For the trilogy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Round three. Hey, hey. Cults I would like to not join the most. <laughs> Let's go. Reasons 87 through 900 why I will be staying at home. <laughs> Regardless of the pandemic. That's what this podcast is about. We're trying to convince you, stay home. Just be an introvert. Yeah, it's safe. Don't make friends. No. And if someone's trying to recruit you, they're either in an MLM (laughs) or a cult. There's no in between. Two options. Yeah, that's it. You can't see someone being friendly. No, that doesn't exist. Yeah, you're either going to get into debt or you're going to get dead. (laughs) The two Ds. (laughs) Don't do it. Here we go. Okay. So the next cult I'm going to tell you about, Steve. Okay is heaven's gate i heard of it not, i'm not familiar with it but i heard of like the name and again like i'm covering these in like broad strokes like mm-hmm. each one of these could really be its own episode but my attention span is what it is <laughs> it's a little appetizer for what may come yeah i'm not committing either way <laughs> you'll get what you'll get this is free <laughs> once you pay us you can request it. <laughs> i just want people to listen to me talk about nothing because we're so nice to you yeah Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> we can't see anyways. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So Heaven's Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, they they were they thought God was an alien. Oh. So your people. <laughs> so in the early 70s, mm-hmm. uh, Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles, they went on a road trip across America and they found a people that they dubbed the crew. Oh. Were they teenagers in high school? <laughs> Because that's actually what my friends in high school and I called each other. Yeah. Oh no, we were, we were the super posse, not the crew. We were that's really... horrible. <laughs> Shout out to my high school friends. They were nice kids. Um, 
And shout out to uh, Insider, because this is where I'm getting this list of cults from. Okay. We're, we went from Cosmopolitan last week, Insider this week, we're all over the place. Some variety. Yeah, listen. Broad sources. That way you don't get all your information from one site. <laughs> That's how you get brainwashed. So Applewhite was a cult leader. So okay. he would have ticked off and did tick off many of those fucking warning boxes that we yes. went through. Uh, Two episodes ago, if you need to refer. Yeah. That episode is really key for understanding this. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was the second coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, he was of course. like Je suis le Messiah. Of course. So also the world was gonna end pretty imminently. Every year. Yeah, we go through a lot of apocalypses. Yes. Y2K <laughs> 2012. What's right happening now? now? <laughs> yeah. Like at this point, like fucking like, whatever. <laughs> Rapture me. I'm down. Um also God's an alien. Yeah. So Here's how you worship. Okay. God. E.T. The Father, the Son, Take the Holy Ghost. Take me home. What does it say? E.T. found home. Yeah. E.T. the Father, <laughs> the Son, the Holy Ghost. Um, so the way that you worship is you give away all your money. Of course. Obviously to him. You don't need it. Or to whoever. I don't know. It doesn't say. Maybe it does later. Um, also, you don't talk to your families anymore. Which we talked about. That's a that's warning sign. Yeah. Um, they were also put on a master cleanse diet. That sucks. Um, As we have like a bag of candy right yeah, next like to us. It's full. <laughs> full of sugary goodness. Um, so they their diet included lemonade, cayenne pepper, and maple syrup. Gross. Which, okay, what's interesting in that is I literally heard of that as a cleanse. I don't do cleanses because that's a form of disordered yeah. eating. Don't do that. Um but the reason they did that is they wanted to get rid of sexual thoughts. And in that group, because, I mean, you're not thinking about jerking it if you're that hungry, I guess. I don't know. Just, like, what were, like, what will get the They're thoughts like, away? Lemonade! <laughs> cayenne yeah. pepper! You won't be thirsty. <laughs> um, also, eight men volunteered to be surgically castrated. Sam <laughs> and I were just, like, looking at it, like, okay. So, in 1997, uh-huh. 39 people within the group put on the same outfit. And their outfit was all dark and with Nike, Nike shoes. Oh, stylish. That's how I dress all the time. I know. I was like... <laughs> like, the black Nikes with the white soles. Everyone owns those shoes. <laughs> um, and they drank vodka, because... Fun out. times. And they ate applesauce and pudding, and in the pudding was barbiturates, and put plastic bags over their heads to suffocate themselves. Holy fucking shit. That went from, like, whoop. Yep. Uh, so, they died in a line of bodies, and each body was covered in purple fabric. And it was one of the largest mass suicides in the history of the U.S. That's so sad. Good times. I don't know. Anyways, uh, next one. <laughs> These are all awful. <laughs> Don't join cults. No. Or Not MLMs. even for their fashion. Or MLMs. Yeah. Cult Junior. Yeah. They just take your money. One time, what is it? Um, there's like one person, I was working at the mall, and these like two girls from like in the MLM, while I'm working, they're like, hi, do you want to sell this? I'm like, I'm on my oh. fucking shift. <laughs> Are oh you buying god. the shirt or not? Oh my god. You're the worst. I went to the wedding... Were you there for that when we went to the wedding show and this girl tried to get us to start selling lip scents? Yes. That was so weird. I know. 
I was like, ma'am. <laughs> she was smart. Like, she probably got so many people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just wanted the conversation to end, so I bought one. And I was like, thank you. Me I'm too. gonna throw this out promptly because it is not good. Uh-uh. No, not good. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. You're not one to talk. You got us into um, freaking Mexico. It what? almost got us into like an air what a timeshare thingy. The guy was like giving us Oh my god, I just was being <laughs> polite and I don't know how to end the conversation. <laughs> she almost got us sucked into it. No, I would not have attended. You don't go to the meeting. We're like on day four of being still like, hey, are you coming? You're like, sure. Yeah, because then we'd <laughs> be like, pool, got them, and then we wouldn't show up. And he'd be like, fuck those guys. They suck. And then hopefully never talk to us again. Yeah, he gave us a necklace. I still have it. I don't know where mine is. I'll give it to you. That's your Christmas present next year. Sick. <laughs> Thank you for the necklace. Okay. Continue. So, next cult. Aum Shin... Sorry. Uh, Aum Shinrikyo. Shinrikyo. Was a uh, Japanese cult. Okay. Led by Shoko Asahara. Mm-hmm. And they were founded in the 80s by Shoko. Okay. So he also was Christ. <laughs> There's a lot of them going around. Yeah, everyone's Jesus. They need to have if a someone meeting. someone claims to be Jesus, red flag. <laughs> they need to have a cult, all of them together. Mm. Problem solved. Boom. <laughs> so he eventually ended up having like 10,000 or tens of thousands of followers. Holy so shit. Was, Almost as popular as us. Yeah. And this wow. is pretty contemporary. So this was uh, founded in the 80s. And uh, it like... It started off spiritual and like all like wholesome and then took a really fucking sharp nosedive and became Surprising. more violent. Oh. Um, also, they paid money to be vampires. <laughs> they would drink Asahara's blood. What? As one does. Don't drink people's blood. No, that's gross. <laughs> like you can get sick. Drink lemonade. Yeah. That's not an with, option. Not with <laughs> cleansing. Like just drink. Just, just lemonade and vodka. Stay hydrated. Be a hydro homie. And eat food. Food's not your enemy. Yeah. Anyway, so who did they pay to become vampires? I don't pay, pay him. I'll pay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Asahara was like Shoko Asahara was the leader mm-hmm. of Am Shinrikyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shinrikyo. And they were like, Jesus. If like I give you money, you have to drink a lot of Christ. Okay. Like, kind of like the wine, like, one yeah, yeah, yeah. Church. Um, so what was really great, uh, on March 20th, 1925, uh, members of the club, <laughs> the club, <laughs> of the club, members of the cult, um, left bags filled with a toxic nerve agent on three Tokyo trains during rush hour. <gasps> no. And unfortunately, uh, people, uh, 13 people died <sighs> and 5,800 were injured. And like it, the onset was like people would be choking and throwing up because nerve agents yeah. really fuck you up. And over a series of months, they tried, unfortunately, failed to attack other subway stations with cyanide. Why? Because cults are fucked. But, but like, what was their reasoning behind? They were like, you're not followers. They weren't happy just being vampires? No, no they couldn't just vampire in peace. They had to do a murder, a mass murder. Horrible. So Asahara was sentenced to death along with 12 other members. And as of 2018, seven uh, have been executed, executed, and the other six are sitting in down death row in Japan. That's horrible. Yeah. 
Um, the next is a group called the Branch Davidians, which okay. is my favorite name. Because what? <laughs> and as an amuse bouche, they had a 51 day standoff with the FBI. Good for them. No. <laughs> so, David, hence Davidians. Yeah. So, David Koresh was the leader of this uh, fun little troop. Okay. And he could talk to God. Of course. Like, straight line. So do I. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had him on speed dial. And like so many others, he was like, the world is ending. The end is nigh. But like, someone needs to come the up with a new... The deluge is coming. Like, a new idea of, like, we're all in order now. Like, what is always set to be the end? Also, I don't think it's going to work with, like, millennials. Because, like, if you were, like, millennials, the world's ending, we'd be like, we fucking know. I'd be like, oh, we're aware. When? Like... <laughs> retired climate change yes <laughs> like someone needs to be like the world is saved yeah like i mean as of us and jen said it's and just she, not you know, no one's gonna give a shit <laughs> like, okay. changing up a bit thanks no shit <laughs> i do watch the news i am aware bye we give you money no <laughs> i pay taxes it's going to the poor it's not going to you you fucking losers anyways um so he convinced through, however, over 100 people to move to a compound. Okay. outside of Waco, Texas. Or Waco. <laughs> Waco, Texas. I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's Waco. I think you're right. And on the compound, they would follow his teachings, uh, which uh, included his belief that men could have multiple wives. And you could, apparently, consensually marry a child that was 10. Uh, yeah, which is not acceptable. No. I also, like kind of a sidebar i hate people who are like engaging if they're like they engaged in sex with underage women if it's an underage woman it's it a child. It, yeah it's, a, it's raping a child yeah that's not it's it, no engaging no it's, rape, it's raping a kid yeah you're they were raping kids which is fucked so in 1983 um the fbi arrived at the compound because they were like we need to fucking arrest this guy yeah because he's the worst uh and it lasted 51 days <laughs> Holy shit. And they were quoted as saying, never before have so many heavily armed and totally committed individuals barricaded themselves in a fortified compound with indirect challenge to lawful federal warrants. Cray. Mm -hmm. So in the end, the standoff like basically was resolved when the compound combusted into flames and 75 people died. Oh my God. Yeah. And Koresh was found with a gunshot wound to the head. Fucking twat. Yeah. Yeah, he was the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. um, and let's talk about someone else who's also the worst. Okay. So I'll do one last one for our moose boost for today. Okay. So let's talk about Jim Jones. I know of him. Like, name is familiar. You sure do. Uh, because he founded the People's Temple. Ah, uh, yes. Him. I always say don't drink the Kool-Aid. So in 55... In 55! <laughs> uh, Jim Jones was like... Fuck it. I'm starting a cult. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what his thought was, but he was also probably this is only Fox, guys. So in the post-war era, he was like, oh my god, nuclear attacks are coming. Mm -hmm. Gotta fucking get ready for the end times. So he founded the People's Temple in Indianapolis. And he thought that that specific area was really gonna get nuked into Kingdom Come. So he was like, okay, we're moving to Eureka, California. Because California apparently is safer. <laughs> California is on, like, the coast. <laughs> Anyways. 
clearly he's not the sharpest tool. Um, in 77, so uh, he was like, I'm paranoid again. And by 77, like a lot of media attention had come to the yeah. So he was um, like, hey, we got to get the fuck out of here. So he moved to the People's Temple to a settlement in Guyana, which was called Jonestown. Mm-hmm. I think you know where this is going. Yes. I don't like you calling it Jamestown. Jamestown? It's Jonestown because Jim Jones. I know, but I keep calling it for some reason. So I'm like, Jamestown, but I'm sorry. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> so there was a U.S. congressman named Leo Ryan who was like, I'm going to go visit because shit's going down there. Yeah. And there were lots of reports that there was abuse of members. Poor Leo. Leo gets there and he was shot and killed by four members of the temple. Because, like, obviously Sad. they didn't want him yeah. meddling in their evil. Uh, Jones subsequently decided that uh, his followers all needed to die because he had them drink. Uh, well, it was actually flavored. It wasn't Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. But he they had he had them drink that drink with cyanide. And 900 people, oh over God. 900 people died. Horrible. And Jones, because he was a fucking twat, piece of shit, coward, instead of dying that way with his members and like obviously like don't die by suicide like, yeah seek help um in his unsigned suicide note uh he a member of the cult wrote if nobody understands it matters not i'm ready to die now darkness settles over jonestown on its last day on earth and those are cults and you shouldn't join cults because it's fucked up i feel like we need to stop ending on such horrifying well, it's fucking creepy. It is very creepy. Um, fascinating. Fascinating. But so not fucking happy. sad. Don't join cults. Take this as warnings. Yeah. And reasons not to. And so ends my trilogy of cults. You're welcome, everyone. Yay! Take your waitress. I will not be trilogy. <laughs> or I will be, but hopefully the downtown culties will be. Yeah. Apparently they're leaving. Apparently they're making fun of our Republicans. America, if you can keep your shit to yourselves. <laughs> You have problems. We'll keep our crazy. You keep your crazy. <laughs> Christ in a We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Also, like, we're recording these in advance. So if by the time you hear this, they've left, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet. We're living. <laughs> we're actively living through history. And we are done with it. <laughs> so just in <laughs> case. Oh, you just. <laughs> Sorry. just scared the dog with my horror. I was like, what is happening? Okay, well, I love you guys. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Dean and Red, and we're the host of Essentially on the Rocks, a podcast built for after the 9 to 5. Yes, when being professional is no longer required. Come hang out with us. We drink whiskey, craft beer, talk shit, and laugh. We mostly talk shit to each other's face. And you did drink that wine I got you pretty fucking fast. I accept this, but don't act like you don't get smashed on $2 moonshine. We don't talk about that. (laughs) Join us on Essentially on the Rocks. New episodes released monthly. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye!